Welcome to Life Church of Mobile's audio podcast. We hope that this teaching will challenge you in any season of life you may be in. Thanks for joining us and enjoy. Well, praise the Lord. Uh, of course, we've already been sharing some, so but th- let me say it's just great to be back home. Uh, how many of you prayed for us? Your prayers were answered in a very, very powerful way. And, uh, and we are so grateful. And I'm going to ask Andrew and, and Woody if they would come up, or part of our team, uh, that uh, I, want, I want you to get their perspective on the conference. And this is a major, major thing that we undertake here every year. And it bears giving testimonies uh, about what happens there because it's, uh, it's very profound. And I want to say thank you for, for praying, for believing, for giving, for sowing, for everything that you did to, to make uh, this conference possible. It was, uh, it was truly profound. And uh, God blessed in a powerful way. But before they come, let me just, uh, th- this today, services like today are, are awesome. And uh, thank God for them. Amen. But you know, there was a flow to it. Oh, it was so quiet. And, uh, you know, things were, the, the, there were opportunities to share, there were opportunities to, to, uh, to step out, and uh, man, how powerful is that? But here's what I'm asking. Now, you know, as a charismatic church that encourages the moving of the gifts of the Spirit and those kind of things, we have to deal with things that other churches don't have to deal with. And, and to a large degree, many churches have stepped away from, from these things because of, uh, of having to deal with, with some of the things that are necessary when you do that. So this morning is so beautiful, it's so powerful, it was so glorious. Uh, just everything that about it was just so, so orchestrated by the Holy Spirit. But here's what I'd like to ask you to do and ask, ask you to consider as a church. Once we get to this point in the service, if you feel like God has something for you to release or something to share, seek out one of our leaders, seek out one of our elders, give them a note, slip up to the so that I can have an opportunity to, to decide as I'm sensitive to the Spirit, what is the timing that needs to be relieved? Where does it need to fit? Amen? And I think we'll, you know, thank God for that. Hey, go ahead and give God praise. Amen? And I appreciate that, and I appreciate your understanding on that because we don't want to miss any gift to any, anybody that, that is called of God. We want to be open to that. But we also, you know, the, the Scripture talks about do things decently and in, you know what in order means? One after the other. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with having order. And uh, today, everything was beautifully in order, powerfully in order, Holy Ghost in order. And that's what we encourage in this house. And I believe, again, it's just the first wave of many that are to follow. But Andrew and Woody, if you would, come right now and uh, share your perspective on the conference this week. And don't get anxious, because I promise I'm not going to keep you here at 2 o'clock or anything today. All right? Just relax. It's going to be okay. Hallelujah. All right. Today is the day of celebration. You, you sense it, right? So the first part of this, you got to listen from a celebratory point of view. Don't let this, okay, take you to two or three places in the Bible. The first night, David lay down in the cave asking God, how did I get here after Saul tried to kill him over and over and over? When they locked the door on the prison with Joseph, 
And Joseph said, God, all I've done has been obedient. How did I end up here? When Moses finds himself in Midian, he was supposed to be the next Pharaoh and he ends up exiled from his people. Can you feel that? Have you been there? You, yes. Amen. What if, I'll give you one more. Elijah, when he's under the juniper tree, exhausted. What if God allowed you to be the angel that shows up and fixes a meal for Elijah? What if God allowed you to step into that prison and say, Joseph, dude, in a few months, in a few years, you're going to be running Egypt. What if God allowed you to be there with Moses when he's standing there? That's what you did when you sent us to Latvia. I, this year was unique for me. This is the eighth time I, got, I was able to go to the, the Life Conference, and I like numbers, and eight is a number of completion. But this year, more than ever, there's at least seven leaders that, that sat down with me while we were there and just poured their hearts out. Just blew my mind where they, they were at those points. That's why we go. We go for those kind of people. We go for mighty, mighty men and women of God that are, gonna, that are doing already but are about to do phenomenal things. But one of them told me this. He said, you did, he said God gave me an answer from you. He didn't tell me his problem. But I know what it was. He said, God gave me an answer through you. He said, it wasn't the answer I wanted to hear. But he said, I was about to make the biggest mistake of my life. That's why we go. And that's why you, that's why you send us. Amen. Phenomenal things are happening in Europe and around the world. Today is a day God celebrates. He loves, and, and you're part of that. And I want to just say thank you personally, but I want to, th as a mission director, I want to say thank you. As a, as a fellow member of Life Church, I want to say thank you. Last thing, I ask them questions because I am mission director. I ask them questions. Nobody else asks them. And over and over and over, they tell me the reason that our team is so powerful is that we come and give and we have no, there's no agenda. They don't experience any, we're doing this for our good or our glory. They, that's why they can receive from us what they may not be able to receive from each other. I hope that made sense. Love you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Woody. And thank you, Life Church. Uh, all of you for your prayers and for your support. Um, it, it, it's beyond words, actually. Um, it, it means so much in the back of your mind to, to know that there are people that are believing and praying for you and that you're not there by yourselves. And I, and I echo what Woody said. It, it's, it's huge. It really is. Um, Sort of like Woody. In fact, I didn't know he was going to say that, but it, this, this trip here was very, very unique also. I mean, there were challenges, good challenges. I think I mentioned before that usually most of the pastors and leaders will show up. When I say most of them, probably 80% of them are there the Thursday night when we get started or Thursday morning. But this time it was, it was standing room only Thursday night. And the challenge was what's going to happen Friday and Saturday when the rest show up. Those are good challenges. 
And to see that and to see what God is doing, as Woody put it, just with his own handwriting is phenomenal. And Life Church, you have sown into and have been a big part of that over these 17 years. That's remarkable. It's remarkable. Um, it was unique. Every conference I've gone to is, is unique. The messages are unique. How God knits them together is unique. But this one was particularly unique, and I still haven't grasped a full hold of how, how to share. I was telling Debbie, I still don't know exactly. I can't really put it all into words, but this particular conference... I believe I shared that, I know it was Pastor Scotty or Woody, I shared that, well, let me put it like this. One of the most important things that came across to me in this conference church is the importance of the good news or the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because just like Woody, I have never counseled with so many people on this conference like I did this year. And every single time it was the answer was in the gospel or the good news of Jesus Christ. Young old disciple disciplers, it didn't matter. And so I, w- I, ch- I was challenged by the Lord and I'm challenging you also whether you're walking across a puddle to cross the street or crossing a stream in your backyard or crossing the oceans, take the gospel of Jesus Christ with you. Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ because it is the power of God to salvation. And salvation there is not just eternal life, but salvation there is whether it's healing, whether it's provision, whether it's restoration of marriages, whether it's healing in the home, the whole thing, it is the power of God. What? The good news of Jesus Christ. Let's not forget, forsake, despise the gospel of Jesus Christ. The simple gospel. And, and whether it was behind a pulpit or sitting kneecap to kneecap with somebody, the good news was the power of deliverance, the power of restoration, the power of recovery. And I was so, I was so encouraged by that, that when we're on the plane going there and we're talking, the good news is going with us. That's so beautiful, church. And I want to just tell you, when you send us, man, I can tell you what, when you send us, by the way, I was the youngest on the team. And, uh, (laughs) but, and I pointed that out too. (laughs) So by the way, when we had certain dishes to sample, guess who had to go first? (laughs) The youngest. Give it to Mikey, he like I say that to say we have fun too. And we have to. You cannot go to these things and be super, super serious. You just have to be yourself and allow God to use you wherever he can. 
And it's always good to know that I was a part of the best evangelical team in the world. Give them a hand. It was great. Amen. Thank you for your wives for sending you guys uh, to put up with us because it was so good. Um, let me just say this. from On behalf of the members of the conference that I spoke to, they don't know you guys. They're starting to get to know some of y'all by Facebook. And they watch live streaming, some of them. Um, but you've never met some of them. And I can tell you this. They are so appreciative of your sacrifice. Particularly leading pastors because they've said it to us and this is the ground where we get fed and they've said it to us pastor last year you gave me license to teach what you preach at the conference and they've said it do you still give me license to preach everything that you preach we say yeah brother go ahead because he said because if you come to my country and my church I preach everything you guys preach Word for word. So what I'm saying is, what we're being fed with is feeding them. And it's the gospel of Jesus Christ. Give yourselves a hand. We love you and God bless you. Amen. Thank you all so much. Again, appreciation and gratitude just flows from them. And you got to realize... When you touch a thousand leaders, you're not touching just a thousand, over a thousand leaders. And uh, there's no, the, we made a decision. I talked to Andre, Pastor Andre, and he said, he said it cannot grow anymore because the town can't, can't handle it. We, we take up every available space. And uh, so right now we're maxed out. This is the most that we can take. And that's, a, that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. And it's very special. And I'll tell you how hungry people are for what's happening. As soon as the conference was over, he was telling me somebody came to him immediately and said, I want to give an offering toward next year's conference. Now, that's, that's what you call ready to go. And you aren't just touching over a thousand leaders. You're touching every person they touch. And if each one just touched 10, think about that. And, and all the nations, over 20 nations uh, represented and the encouragement and the love that they got to keep going. Not just the physical food that we fed them, not just the accommodations that you took care of, but the spiritual nourishment that they got. And the, and the atmosphere, we spent three days in the, the nights in the presence of God. The worship, the praise was off of the charts. They never wanted to stop. And that's very, very refreshing, very, very refreshing to be in an atmosphere like that. But they went home charged up. They went back to their nations charged up. We had the largest Russian delegation we've ever had. Amen. And that nation needs it right now as every nation does. But uh, Matt said, go ahead and take your time. I tell you what I'll do. I'll, I'm going to take you all up on that next Sunday. I'm going to take my time preaching this message next Sunday. So I will not. It's almost 12 o'clock now, and I realize. But, you know, God's done so much already. But let me just, let me just sum it up by saying, again, thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your love and your care. And not only praying for, for them, but praying for us as well. Y'all, it got, it was so hot over there. The first, which I went, I could not wait. I took my long sleeve shirts. I was like, glory to God. It's going to be like, you know, usually highs maybe in the, in, even in the 70s. Sometimes they didn't even get out of the 60s. 
It was 90 degrees the first three days we were over there. And there's no AC in those rooms. So it's okay. It's all right. You just do what you got to do. But then through the whole conference, the weather was great as far as, you know, no wind. But then the day the conference ended, and Matt and Missy can tell you this, and I'm not exaggerating, the temperature dropped 30 degrees, and the winds got kicked up to 30 to 40 miles an hour. I thought it was going to blow the tent. In fact, it blew the, the place that we have, that they, they built, it blew so hard that it tore some of the anchors out of the walls. We were like, hallelujah, at least the conference is over now. And... Uh, but the afternoon of the picnic, we were praying in Jesus' name, Lord, keep this thing up. Don't let it fall on us. But they're going to do more work on that next year. But thank you for the prayers that you don't know that you're praying that get answered in very, very powerful ways. And as we go, I'd like you to, as I tell you what, let's all stand up. And I got one more thing I want you to pray over. Tomorrow afternoon, uh, Susan and I are going to drive over to New Orleans, Louisiana. And we are going to pick up five people from California. (laughs) That are coming home for 14 days. (laughs) Glory be to God. I'm about to start crying thinking about it and the provision of God and the faithfulness of God and the love that is shown in doing this and getting this done. And we're so blessed. And uh, uh, Ryan, will, Ryan will be uh, preaching out at Hurley next Sunday. And then in two weeks from today, he'll be preaching here. And so we're just looking forward to, uh, but pray for, let's agree in Jesus' name. Father, in fact, let's just pray. Father, we thank you for uh, all of our families. But Father, thank you for our precious church family, for our family personally. And as they travel, thank you that angels are watching over them as they go to the airport, taking care of all the details, angels around the planes, Lord, as they travel, as they come, as we pick them up. Thank you for 14, 15 great days, God, that are just going to be spent in your presence, enjoying you and enjoying each other. Thank you for the faithful people in this house that make it possible. Thank you for their love. Thank you for their faithfulness, God, how precious it is to us to be a part of a family like this. Lord, we love you. We praise you. And I bless the precious people in this house. And I just thank you, Lord, that your glory is going to be revealed. They're going to see the goodness of God this week manifested in ways that they have prayed about, dreamed about. Lord, you're going to manifest your glory in, in, the, in the powerful goodness that you bring into their lives. We thank you. And Father, we just pause right now and say thank you for today. Thank you for this service today. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Touch every heart and every life. Jesus, be the Lord of our lives in every aspect of our life. Anybody here who would say, Brother Scotty, pray for me. I don't know if Jesus is the Lord of my life or not. I don't know if he's ruling and reigning. Pray for me. Pray for me, Brother Scotty. Anybody who need, I don't want to miss anybody. You need the blood of Jesus. You need, you need Jesus as Lord in your heart and in your life. I think we're all home, folks, but I just want to make sure I don't want anybody to be missed. Well, Father, we thank you. We thank you for a mighty moving of your spirit. We thank you for this first wave, this first wave of many that are to come. We love you. We praise you. We bless you. And we honor you now. In Jesus' name, and everybody said. Thanks again for listening to Live Church of Mobile's podcast. If you would like to find out more about our church, you can visit us at livechurchmobile.com. Dot com.